What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the High Ticketpreneur Show. I know, I know I haven't been live on the Facebook group in a little bit. I know I haven't been um, as consistent with the lives as possible, but it's for a good reason. I've been planning something special for you guys. And every Friday from now on, we're going to be having interviews of high ticketpreneurs. And this pretty much means of coaches who are absolutely killing it in the space, right? I did an interview earlier today with an amazing, amazing coach. He's absolutely killing it in a niche that not a lot of people are in. Now, Brandon, which is our is today's guest, he's actually my personal coach, right? So it came in a moment in my life that I was just like tired of working in my agency. I was like, you know, I need to do something different. And then he was able to, you know, strike my expertise and make make it into like a coaching program. And I feel like that's where his strong suit is. So if you've been on the fence, maybe you have an agency that hasn't really been taken out. Maybe you're making like four or five K a month and you want to go into coaching. He's definitely the guy to do it because he's going to give you that guidance and help you go where you need to go in your business. And that's exactly what he helped me do. So I'm so excited to have him on board. We already have a visitor. So what's going on? Comment in the, in the chat and let me know um, you know, I obviously ask us questions as we go as well. Okay. So let's go ahead and get Brandon in. What's up, bro? What's going on? How are you? Good. What is up, man? How's everything been? Dude, it's been so good, bro. It's yeah. Been a great day. That's, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Got so, another cup so, of coffee going. So <laughs> that's amazing. I need to actually make myself one. But Brandon. I want to go ahead and start this, obviously, by telling your story a little bit, like kind of like where you were before you were even in business. That's where I like to start. Who was Brandon before business? How did you even think about starting? Because I think you have a very um, like somewhat emotional story of how you got started. I think it was like 40K in debt and, you know, you started your story that way. So let, let us know what was your background? Like how did this begun begin for you? Yeah, dude, I don't think I had uh, any other options. So uh, like I said, or you said, 40K in debt, just got married, um, literally with $200 in our bank account. That's and um, I mean, I had no experience when it comes to any high uh, value skills. I didn't go to college. I didn't want to be a doctor. I never wanted to be stuck in a career. So uh -huh. um yeah, dude. I mean, I think it was just a matter of time before I started uh, pursuing business. And, you know, all through high school, I had different ideas, lawn mowing company, pool cleaning company. Um, and yeah, dude, I think I just like trial and aired my way into where I am now. So, That's amazing. That's yeah, amazing. Dude. That's amazing. So when it comes to you know, so you were always like, you always had the bug. You always knew that you didn't want to go to college and you always knew that this is like something that you wanted to do. You wanted to go out and have your own business um, and stuff like that. But you started with a social media marketing agency, correct? Correct. Okay. How did that even get started? Was that like, uh, you saw a YouTube video, you saw an ad like I did, like I just saw an ad and I'm like, you know, let me jump into a marketing agency. But like, how was that story for you? Yeah. Um, for me, honestly, I uh, got an opportunity to work at a business called the Life Coach School. Okay. Um, and I made decent money. It was like their shipping manager. And in the, you know, six, seven months in, got promoted to social media manager. And I mean, I thought coaching was the weirdest thing ever. I was like, dude, why in the heck are people paying this much money to get on Zoom calls with people? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really didn't understand it. Thought it was really weird. But I knew 
I was making a lot of money and I felt like I could help other life coaches with their social media. So, um, yeah, literally built that offer and then started signing up clients and we went to like 15 or so thousand dollars a month. Really? Pretty quick. And for me, that was crazy. Cause like I said, I was just coming out of being in debt. Um, didn't really know what I was going to do to earn money. And, um, I think that just kind of gave me the belief that this is possible. You know, it is possible to make money with the business, with an idea and online. So, um, yeah, that's kind of how that got started. That's amazing. That's amazing. We're going to go ahead and get into the fairly quick part because it, like, I think what you did, honestly, was genius. Was genius. Like, I'm, I don't want to get too excited right now well, because we'll get into that, but I, I it's going to be amazing, especially if you run, like, a marketing agency because I know a lot of my followers run a marketing agency. Like, apply what he's going to say. And you will get clients <laughs> like there's no other ones. Right. So let's listen to what he just said real quick. He kind of said, you know, he was working at a full time job, helping, you know, coaches in a, in a coaching business already. Right. Like he was just a regular worker and he saw a need. Right. Let's get started with that. You saw a need that they actually might need help with it because they were just coming into the coaching program and getting certified. Is that how it went? They were getting certified and then they were on their own. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And um they were all trying to mimic what we were doing at the life coach school because it. it's really the account everyone looked up to and dude, just the amount of posts and videos we were doing, there was no way they were going to be able to do it themselves. And yeah. the cool thing is most of those coaches make a lot of money. So they had the money. They just didn't have the time. And I was like, we got to provide the solution and make some money in the midst of it. So, so yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. And like, I love the way that started, right? Because that didn't start of like, hey, I need to make money. Um, well, let me just pick this. Like, let me just work with dentists, right? It started as, hey, there's a need, and I think I can make this into a business, and I think I can make money. That's a big difference than what a lot of people do. A lot of people, including myself, right? Including myself, when I first got started my marketing agency, I didn't say, hey, there's a need to help, um, you know, granite companies and plastic surgeons and, you know, all of these people who, that I work with do all marketing. I didn't see the need at all. I just chose them because I was like, you know what? They probably make a lot of money and they could use more clients. Let me go ahead and jump into it. And I feel like that's the wrong way to pick an industry because you don't know if they actually need your help. I don't know if you agree with me. 80% of businesses fail whenever the business owner got into business to make money. Mm. People succeed when they get into business to solve problems. That's insane. Yeah. Like you guys just heard that. Like 80% of businesses fail when they're made and they're started to make money. You need to focus on solving a, a specific problem. If you focus on solving a specific problem, you're going to be valuable in the marketplace. And that's what I say in the podcast all the time. And that's what I say in the lives all the time. You need to solve in a specific problem in order to become valuable in the marketplace. And that's exactly what Brandon did. So you started with this thing, right? You started um, with the social media marketing agency. And then that's when you paid out the $40,000 in debt? Or was that before? It was right in the midst of wanting to start. So uh, probably the first month of starting, I think it was the same month, yeah. maybe. Um, so, yeah, I mean, dude, like I could talk a lot about personal finances, too. There was no way I could have ever started a business while having that much debt. 
just mm. with the monthly payments yeah. and the stress I was in, uh, things like that. So, I mean, yes, um, I paid off the 40000 with the W-2 job, but I also saved up a lot of money after that with the business. Um, Got so, it. So, yeah. Got it. Because, I mean, me and Brendan talk all the time. Like, when I'm telling you, like, we're, like, friends and we actually never met in person. It's crazy. But... Like we talk all the time and he always says, you know, I literally have no bills <laughs> because he paid everything off. Right. And that's absolutely amazing. Honestly, if you can just live with no bills, your stress levels are probably so low. <laughs> yeah. So low. you have to worry about is giving results to your clients. So when it comes to, you know, when it comes to starting your social media marketing agency and obviously you got that started, what was the first thing did you that you did? when like you decided to start that company yeah the first thing i did was i reached out to someone i thought they could help and uh-huh. at the time uh, it was my friend jonathan and um he had built a couple million dollar businesses sold a business for over a million dollars and i was like hey dude you obviously know how to start a business um i have tried to do it um here's what i have so far can you speak into this literally bought a mistake um, was like, can you help me? You know what I mean? So, uh, I reached out to someone who had done it before. Guys, that's another golden nugget. Like sometimes we try to do something that we've never done before yeah. by ourselves. Yeah. Why go through the whole try and error type of feeling? Like why go through that when you can just find somebody that has already done what you want to do. That's in the position that you want to be in and just say, Hey, I want this. I have this idea. Can you actually help me? And that's exactly what he did, right? That's exactly, I did that, but a couple months later, and that's why I didn't have the success that I wanted to have as fast as Brandon did. Like, he's going to tell you how fast that actually happened. And I, it blew my mind, honestly. It blew my mind. So when we always talk about in the podcast and in the show is always ask for help. Like, literally, just always ask for help. Even when... You know, I had another interview. It's like the first thing is like, yo, just ask for help. Because if you don't ask for help, if you don't get the correct guidance, you're going to be stuck for a really long time. And let me ask you, Brandon, like kind of like um, go a little off topic real quick. Why do you think is the biggest reason people don't ask for help? Is it like the lack of confidence in the person? Is it like they don't have the actual money and they're scared to be sold? Or like, what do you think that is? I think it's pride. Okay. I think they don't need the help. Yeah. I think they can do it themselves. Mm-hmm. And you're right. You can do it yourself. But are you going to take six months longer than if you did get help? And are you going to get there slower than you could have and be confused and make a lot of mistakes along the way? Yes. And I think also another reason is because people don't actually have the belief in themselves. So they don't even think they can do it in the first place. So yeah. why would I get help? It's just an idea and it's going to fail like the rest of the ideas I had. And yeah, I'm never, it's like self-sabotage. I was of listening course. to a podcast with Russell Bunsen and they were talking about self-sabotage. Like every time one of his friends was on the brink of success, he would screw it up. Like he was this close to building a perfect funnel and he would screw yeah. it up. You know, it was like this close to making a million dollars and he screwed it up. And it's like, just a cycle of self-sabotage. So why, why would they get help? Because they don't believe that they could do it. And I think that comes into like just life just in general, because like when we think about it, it's like when you're doing something new, like usually it doesn't happen overnight that you see the success. 
it usually takes a little bit. And when people try something for maybe like a week, two weeks, three weeks, that automatically give up. And it has happened to me. Like, I think we talked about it not too long ago. It just happened to me where I would try to, you know, grow my Instagram. I would try for a month, didn't grow. So I gave up. But it's super, like, important to understand the, eff- like, compounding efforts. I like call it compounding efforts that everything that you do, like, it's going to compound over time. So the efforts that you put in today, the outreach that you did today, the video that you did today, if you do it again tomorrow and again tomorrow and again tomorrow, it's going to start building up on each other. And eventually there's going to be a break point where you see the difference between the amount of work that you put in and the results that you're getting. But at first, you're not going to get there. At first, it's going to be super zero results. And then the results are going to maintain the same, but the the efforts are going to maintain the same, but the results are going to keep climbing and climbing and climbing and climbing. Yeah. So that's just like a little thing that you guys have to understand because I wish like that was engraved in my head at the beginning because I wanted everything fast. I wanted yeah. everything quick. And it just doesn't happen that way, right? Dude, have- and, and bro, just like with what you just said, um, you still there? Oh, yeah, 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 I'm here. Yeah, and just what you just said, bro. Like, even I was thinking about offers. Like, you could have the same offer as somebody else, but if you can get there quicker or faster than the other person, you have a better offer. Hmm. Yeah. What if I'm selling you the same thing as someone else, but I'm telling you I can get you there in half the time and it's going to take half the energy? Why in the heck would you not choose me? You know what I mean? So, yeah, I've been thinking about that too. Uh, just with yeah. off of those words, I love what you just said. 100%. Um, and I've actually been reading, I don't know if you know the book, uh, The 100 Million Offers. I've actually yeah. been obsessed reading that book in the past week. Absolutely like consuming the content, like literally just studying it. Not even reading it. I'm like literally just studying that book. And he talks about that. He's like, hey, if you can go ahead and get someone there quicker, faster, easier, then those excuses, those obstacles that they're putting themselves in the head are automatically going to go away. And that's 100% true. Like, it's 100% true. It happens to us all the time. It's like, when we help somebody get, we say, hey, we can help you get there in 10 days. I'm going to be everybody that says 90 days, right? 90 days. Everybody says 90 days. But if I can help somebody get there in 10 days, now, if you can help them get there in 10 days, then you're <laughs> you're an yeah. amazing coach, right? So, so awesome. So let's go back to the storyline a little bit and talk about, you know, obviously what happened next. You started, you talked to Jonathan, you took him out to dinner. And then how did that, you know, go into a $10,000 per month business so quick? Yeah. Um, so then I kind of got a blueprint from Jonathan and I went to Chris. Um, he owned uh, the Life Coach School at the time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the powerful thing about mentors is like, you don't have to just have one. You can talk to different people about different things. And he yeah. literally offered to mentor our business. And from the very get go, um, you know, like, well, it was about a two week period actually between the two had a conversation with Jonathan, went out, got our first client in like two days, um, just insane. through LinkedIn, like messaging people, but we were charging so low. And um, we didn't have a really clear direction of who we we're going to help, how we we're going to help them, and what we we're going to help them with. So we we're all over the place. I think we had a smoothie shop. We had like a church we were doing uh, social media management for. We had a bunch of different things. And then yeah. we went and sat down with Chris. He was like, dude, you guys are all over the place. What are your five uniques? You know, like mm. who are you going to help? 
and what are five attributes about these people? And we're like women life coaches who make over 100K that have a podcast and graduated from the life coach school. It was like, boom, how much are you going to charge? And we told him, he was like, that's great, but do you want to be Walmart or Neiman Marcus? We're like, Neiman Marcus. He was like, charge 2K. That's and, it was like, and then it was like, holy crap, we just met with the guy who made 30, 40 million a year. Like, let's go try it. And we literally sold a package. And then I think the momentum and the hype of none of us had ever done that before. And we were just like, holy crap, like, let's keep doing it. And <laughs> like, we were, that's all we did for like three, four weeks straight. Like, just sell, 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 sell. And I think it was like just so exciting. Like, we loved what we were doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Like we just you just dropped so much information, right? Talking about the five uniques. I think I've been obsessed with that for the past month and a half. Like literally, if you look at my whiteboard, it's five uniques everywhere. <laughs> like it's literally everywhere. And like I like to call it as well, like your five filter niche or your five filter client, like ideal client. Like who is that five filters? A lot of people, and I made the mistake. I'm pretty sure you made the mistakes as well, in terms of when you know where we work with medical professionals. That was my niche for one point, medical professionals. But how broad was that? Right? How broad was that? And I didn't I didn't have success in my agency until I said no, I'll work with plastic surgeon who wants surgical leads. Do you see how much defined that is? So when I'm out reaching to plastic surgeon who wants surgical leads, I ask, hey, do you want more surgical leads? Well that's what we do. We get you more surgical leads. And that opens the door rather than just saying, hey, e-commerce store, I help you get more clients. But if you say, hey, um, e-commerce store, I help beauty brands that sell curly hair products, go ahead and increase the ROI till this, this, and this. That's so much more specific. And if you have the proof behind it, then automatically we're going to believe you. But it's all about like literally filtering your niche, filtering your ideal client down so much that it's just like nobody else is doing that mm-hmm. right who else did you know in your niche brandon was helping life coach women right this was started life coach women who graduated with the life coach school that were making 100k that had their own podcast and they didn't have time that was the other one yeah i mean that's even if you could even go deeper like they didn't have time they were unhappy with their social media like we knew their pain points like who else did you know was serving that market that no. is specific? No one. Yeah. No. No. So when yeah. you went out there, right? When you went out there and said, Hey, I'm Brandon, right? I'm Brandon, and I help a women who have a podcast who are life coaches who graduated from the life coach school that don't have time to run their social media, run their social media and get clients. Did that not make it easier for you than you just saying, Hey, I help life coaches run their social media? Yeah. I mean, I think it helps in every area, you know, your offer It helped with marketing because we knew exactly who to talk to. And I think yeah. like concept two that has really helped me is who not to talk to is actually more important than who to talk to. Mm. So you know, who not to talk to, because they, if they weren't a life coach, that was a woman, you know, and they made 60 K no, we don't talk to them. So podcast. No. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So find 99 no's and you'll find your one. Yes. And then, we literally were great at sales because we knew exactly who we were talking to. And they like, how, how do we know you're good at social media? Well, we only help women, you know, life coaches 
who make and it's like holy crap that's what i do and it's like why would i not work with you you know what yeah, i mean yeah. so bro that's amazing that, that's like the process it's what i'm trying to take from that season is apply it to what i'm doing now and it's hard because we actually weren't passionate about what we were doing mm-hmm. like you don't always have to be passionate about the filters the yeah. five filters you just have to pick the five filters and it's like the struggle of picking it is so hard but once you do it's like it makes everything over. easier honestly it honestly makes everything easier cuz what you were just saying like when you're outreaching when you're outreaching or when you're actually just creating content if you are creating content consistently on a podcast on TikTok on Facebook on Instagram wherever it is on on a Facebook group like you know we're watching right now if you're creating content consistently about those five filters about those, about that specific person that describes the five filters the life coach women who made 100k who graduated from the life coach schools who had a podcast and didn't have time right if you create a content about that like that's going to resonate with them so much because that's who they are you're talking to directly to one person and yeah. the moment that you talk directly to one person your messaging like your content just connects with them at a deeper level and they feel yeah. understood. So when you're talking about their pain points that they're going through, because obviously you know who that person is, so you know their pain points. When you're talking about their pain points and videos and content and reels, they're going to be like, oh, wow, he's talking to me. Like, I'm yeah. going through that. I don't have time. My social media does look bad, and it's costing me clients. You see how specific that is? Rather yeah. than just, hey, I help coaches. That's brilliant, honestly. That's really that's the reason why I've been so obsessed with that. And I actually made a whole podcast episode about you know getting your blue ocean, picking your own blue ocean. Because if you can become the only person in the market to serve that audience, you automatically become the authority figure, you yes. automatically eliminate all your competitors. Your competitors are irrelevant. Like you don't have no competitors because you're the only person offering that. And yeah. I think that's extremely, extremely valuable. I think that's amazing, honestly. Dude, it's like not everyone can be great at everything. Mm-hmm. So if you're not the best at sales and you're halfway decent at marketing, if your offer is built like that, you can suck at sales and marketing. Yep. And it will almost sell and market right itself. Yep. Yeah, literally. So it's like building that no-brainer offer. But so also, like, it makes your marketing so easy. Yeah. It makes it honestly makes your marketing so easy. Like, if you know who you're speaking to, your marketing is super easy because at now that point, you know the person's ideal like pain points. You know how to call them out. You know how to talk to them. It just makes it so much easier. You need to have your five filter or your five uniques, your five filter niche, because it just makes everything, everything extremely, extremely easy. Now, so how fast do you say from starting your agency, no, from not starting your agency, but from picking that those five uniques till, you know, um, how many clients did you get in the next two months or three months from that? Um, I mean, I would say at least 10. At least 10. That's yeah. absolutely crazy. Yeah. That's guys, like, are we not hearing this? We have to understand this. Like, listen to what he just said. As soon as he paid his five filters, 
In the next two months, he got 10 clients. Well, most people, most agencies, let's be honest, most agency owners don't get 10 clients in a whole year. They don't. Yeah. They really don't. Like most agency owners get maybe one client every two months. Right. And they just hope to keep them on for six, seven months. So at one point of the year, you're making, you know, six, seven, eight K a month. That's yeah. let's be honest. That's exactly how agency owners are because they don't get 10 clients. Like they probably won't even be able to get 10 clients into their business because their systems are not in place, are not like there yet. Right. Yeah. But about the power of the five filters i'm stuck there honestly like i really am stuck Dude, there. I think, like, I think that is where i've been stuck too is like i've even been thinking like because this week i mean jonathan and i have been talking like i am establishing five filters for what i'm doing now yeah. because i've been doing this with like two filters and it's like i wonder mm-hmm. what would happen if i did five yeah and one of the things i've been considering is helping people with the five filters because <laughs> It's literally what I've helped everyone with so far. And I'm yeah. just like, maybe that's what I'm supposed to help people with is because what you're really saying is who are you supposed to help? Like, and yep. what are you, how are you supposed to help them? What I'm saying is what is my purpose? What is your purpose? Why are you here? What are you doing this business for? Is it to make money? 80% of the time you're going to fail. But if you can align your passion with your offer and find clarity then you can find breakthrough and your clients, dude, Russell Brunson even said it. Like they started coming to him whenever he went from doing copy and funnels and SEO. And I can still do copy in the context of my funnels and I can still do, you know, all these other things, but it's, I'm the funnel it's guy. Still important. And, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's like, still, it's still important a hundred percent to be able to folk, um, to do that. Honestly. Wow. Um, I absolutely love that. I absolutely love that. So after that, like, let me ask you, Brandon. So how long did you continue with that business? Because I know you, did you ever sell that business yet? Or are you still running it? Yeah, we <clears throat> are kind of letting the plane land. So okay. got rid of like all the clients um, and really just decided to not do anything with it. Um, we'll get, yeah, we'll get into a why in a second. But how yeah. long was that going for? Obviously, you started it. When did that start? When did that whole business start? 2019, 2018, or was that later? 20. Dude, the... I don't know if anyone else can relate to this, but the years have blended together. Oh, I, I don't even know. know. I think 20... May of 2020. 2022. May of 2020. Okay. So, May of yeah. 2020. And you obviously ran in the whole 2020 and then the whole 2022. Well, 2021. Yep. Yeah. That yeah. So year. Yeah. Awesome. And so you ran it for about a year. What made you be like, you know what? Like, actually realize that you're not passionate about that and go into coaching and like start going into like, was it people asking you, hey, how do you, how are you getting clients? Because I know that's a little bit of my story. Or was it like, what was it? Dude, I think it was, I think it was several things. Um, you know, I had friends who were coaches. I literally saw so many coaches that we were helping making a crap ton of money yeah. and actually enjoying what they do and mm-hmm. making an impact. So I looked at them and I looked at what I was doing. And I was like, this really is not what I thought it was going to be. Um, mm-hmm. It's a lot of day-to-day works, operations. You know, we had to hire people, fire people and fulfill a lot of work. 
yeah. a lot of revisions, a lot of back and forth. And it's like, man, if I could just teach you how to go to A to B instead of doing the whole process for you, you know what I mean? Like, I think it would be better for you and for me. So yeah, that's when I decided to really switch and move into coaching. So it wasn't like you got into a, like an argument with a client or something like that, or it was just, it was just like over time, you're like, you know what? I'm just not happy doing what I'm doing. So let me do something else. It was kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I would say this, I've never felt this way about anything before, but I think with the coaching model and the business model, I could honestly see myself doing it forever. Like that's mm -hmm. hard for me to say. I've yeah. never said that about something. So I think it's, it speaks volumes to of like, course. yeah. So no, it makes a lot of sense. Honestly, it makes a lot of sense. Um, so in terms of, you know, so you won't go back to running a social media marketing agency. I think for sure, not a social media management company. Uh -huh. I think like Something the opportunity else. to help people like with funnels, things like that. I would love Amazing. to do. Yeah. Uh, but no, not social media management. Never. Got ever. it. <laughs> that's funny that's funny how that works because like my story is kind of the same way it's just like you know when i came across you i think it was like oh last year i don't remember when it was i think it was june or july um when i first came across you it was like i was just like in a moment of my business it's just like i don't want to jump on these calls anymore like i don't want to go to my review call i don't want to i just don't want to like have to think about these ads and running them and oh and like at that time like my media bar like disappeared out of the face of the earth so i, I everything fell i mean i'm just like this honestly is terrible this honestly yeah. sucks and it was it wasn't until someone actually hired me like i was just making content on tiktok uh, on tiktok and they were like you know what do you do and i was just like oh i run a marketing agency and then that guy was like oh i want to start one can you help me and I'm like, you know what? Sure, whatever. Like, I mean, I know how to do it. So I jumped on the phone with them, right? I jumped on the phone with the Zooms. And he's like, okay, perfect. He helped him pick a niche, e-commerce. And it was like um, health and beauty e-commerce stores. And I'm like, okay, perfect. Here's my scripts. Just send emails, send Loom videos. And then like three days later or like a week later or so, he's like, oh, I got my first client, $1,500 a month. I'm like, wait a minute. This is so enjoyable. I was like, this is so fun. This is so much funner then um doing these yeah. ads myself and i was like wait what i he's like yeah well every, i did everything i did the same email scripts i just send them out and i got in a meeting and i got a client and i'm just like wow this is amazing like that brought me so much more fulfillment than even getting the client myself and i'm like wow and that's when i realized it's like you know what I want to have more impact like this. I want to have more of this feeling rather than just, you know, make a e-commerce store that's already making a hundred K get it to 200, 300 K. Like, yeah. yeah, that's cool and all, but they're already making a whole bunch of money. So why does it really matter? Right. So that's like my turning point into, into like the coaching space. And now I'm obsessed with it. Honestly, I am obsessed with it. Like and learning from people like you, people like Frank, people like, uh, you know, master talk, right? All of these people that I've been interviewing that are coaches and all have different stories and backgrounds. It's honestly amazing. I love it. I love it. So 
when it comes to you know turning into a coach, right? That transition. Did you have a client that you worked with and then stuff like that? Or was it just more like, you know what? Like, I know how to do this. I'm going to go ahead and try to run it. How, how did that transition work or how did that even go? Yeah, I think it happened, honestly, with the background of coaching, knowing what coaches do um, and all those things, coupled with these people were asking me how to pay off debt because it's like they mm-hmm. paid off debt. Yeah, and yeah. I remember one day a dude reached out to me and was like, hey, bro, um, would you be willing to hop on a call and just like let me know what I should do? Should I pay off my car or should I not? I'm trying to decide. And in that moment, I was like, dang, somebody wants to know um, like what I would tell them to do in their situation. Like They want my opinion. And then I started helping people get out of debt. And I realized, you know, I, I like this, but what if I could help people find like their passion and make money with it? So, um, yeah, I think I switched out of that pretty quick, like maybe three weeks. Uh, really? That. Yeah. Got it. Was there any reason why you just didn't go all in on that? Or or is it just because you just like that? I can have more impact over here in this area. Yeah, I think I like this area more. Yeah. You know, and honestly, I think getting out of debt is good. I think like to each their own, like you don't have to get out of debt if you don't want to. So it's not really something I would want to force people into um, per se. But I mean, I think everyone should make more money. <laughs> mm, yeah, so, 100%. I mean, there's one thing to like get out of debt and there's another thing to be able to stay out of debt, mm-hmm. right? It's oh, it's totally so, different. It's totally different. Yeah, you can yeah. get out, yeah, but you have to be able to stay out. Like and stay yeah. at the top and be able to keep making more money, and I feel like that transition is is it's crazy. Like the what the transition that you did from that to that is amazing, honestly. Dude, and it's like, will I be debt free forever? Probably not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like I don't want to move into something where you know, like I'm not gonna even abide by what I'm doing forever. Mm, so. I think that's extremely important, honestly. I think that's extremely important. Because, like, you don't want to go ahead and teach something that you're not actually doing. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest reason. I remember we had this conversation. That's the biggest reason why I was like, because I can easily start, like, a coaching business teaching, you know, people how to start an agency. I can 100% do that. And I know I could probably get that into, you know, a whole bunch of money. But it's like, I don't believe in the agency model. Right? Like, I don't believe in the agency model. Yeah. It, may, it might be for some people, but for myself, like, I don't believe in it right now. I might change my mind later on, right? But it's just, like, the agency model, you're still kind of trading your time for some type of money, if that makes sense, instead of, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, like you're, still, is, you're still an employee. Top of yeah, yeah. And coaching is the goal, end goal, is trading money for results, not mm. money for time. Yes. You start out, you might do one-on-one coaching mm-hmm. and things like that, but ultimately people are going to be buying results. And if they want to buy your time, they have to pay a whole lot more money for that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think like when the agency is like, you're still an employee in some type of sense because oh, you're dude, still you're just picking who your employer is. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you just, instead of having one boss, you have 10, 20, 20 and that gets annoying. 
That gets yeah, annoying, yeah. annoying, annoying, annoying. It's just like I didn't start in agency. Crazy. I didn't start. Dude, I, I don't think I know a hockey agency owner. No, like I didn't start That's an agency favorite. to be micromanaged by twenty other people. No, like there's no way. Like, but I remember this moment that was dri- that was driving me crazy. It was just like I'm running this agency. You know, I had like at that point, I think I had like eight, nine clients, and three of them wanted a call right away at the same hour and i'm like i can't accommodate three of you at the same time like i'll talk to one and then talk to another one talk to another one and i'm just like this what is this what's going on yeah it was so frustrating honestly so frustrating and especially when it comes to like holidays like thanksgiving like i don't want to be on the phone with you on thanksgiving but i have to be because like it's black friday so like we have to do this this and this nah it was terrible. So that's why, like, kind of was like, that's why I'm just like, you know why? Like, I don't believe in the agency model, so I'm not even going to think about teaching it. I'm not even going to think about teaching it what to have. So I was just like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Like, I still run my agency to this point, but every single time we have less clients, less clients, less clients, less clients. To be able to just go full-time into it, I think we have one more, we have one more this month and then another one in a month that just ends and out of that like it's just full-time coaching and i can't be more excited than it honestly i can't be so when you're what tip or what like recommendation would you give to somebody so for example that right now and they're just like i have no idea like i wanted like this coaching thing sounds cool but i have no idea how to actually make it happen? What is the first step that you would tell them? Yeah, I think, I mean, with any business, but specifically with coaching is I would look um, inward and try and figure out what you're good at, what your passions are, what they aren't. And then I would look outward at people's problems Mm. and pick a problem to solve that you're, you know you can solve, and then yeah. I would apply filters to it and pick you know three to five uniques about the people, your dream clients. Who are they? Where do they live? What do they look like? What do they sound like? What are they going through right now? And then I would work backwards from there um, to build like an offer, which is just a solution, helping people go from A to B. I would find a marketing channel, and I wouldn't get too hung up on that because that's something that's really easy to get stuck on. Yeah, you know, there's so many different things you could do with it, um, but find a way to talk to those people, find their pain points, offer to help them, and then you know just send us an invoice. And that's so, it. Yeah, that's amazing. So when it comes to you know marketing channels, we're talking about you know obviously a lot of people get stuck there, and I know it because in the chat, like in the group chat, like a lot of people was like, oh you know marketing, how do I get more clients? How do I get more leads? I'm not able to book calls. That's always the biggest problem. But yeah. do you do you agree with me that when it comes to like booking calls and like getting more appointments and getting more clients, it's all about sticking to one thing and having consistency in it? Yeah. Because <laughs> I believe that they all work in some type of sense. Yeah, they all work. Um, and you can just pick which one you want to do. <laughs> it's It's literally something that even I 
get if you let yourself you'll just get really bogged down and stuck and stop taking action mm -hmm. but if you make it simple and repeatable you'll actually gain momentum so you know i think just pick a model that works for you and stick to it yeah and that's something that like obviously like in our program we focus a lot it's just like finding the right marketing solution for your specific problem because like i have a client that she absolutely hates facebook and i'm just like oh but facebook will be so good for you like your ideal clients are on facebook trust me like actually like, nope i'm not doing it i'm not doing it i'm just like i get it you hate facebook so okay my instagram is good okay you your ideal clients on instagram too you, hey for like your ideal client is on tiktok like let's be honest like who is not on tiktok yeah and dude What's so freaking crazy, especially with coaching right now, I was just doing some numbers and like researching. It's going from 250 billion to 1 trillion in the next six yeah. years. Next six so years. That means it is exploding. And if they're not on there now, they will be or they are. And dude, that video with Frank Kern where he was like talking about you can either go after the people who are already coaches or you can go after the people who are thinking about making that leap into coaching, you know, yep. or, or, or on the fence about what they're going to do. And it's like, that's where the whole, like, that's where the money is, is how can we start reaching those people who haven't already, you know, like decided yet. So, yeah. And that, and that brings you into like the larger market formula, right? The larger market formula is exactly that is about, you know, in any given market, 3% of people are actually ready to buy right now. Like in any given market, any market that you think 3% of people, if you just say, hey, buy my stuff now, they're ready to buy. But the problem is if you don't have your five filters, you're competing against everybody else who's saying buy now. You see the difference, right? You see the difference right there. If you're the only person saying buy now, you're going to get that 3% of people. But eventually what's going to happen, you're going to run out of people. So then you go here. No, you should just aim for the big pile, the 97% of people who are ready to buy in the next three to three years. And market to them and obviously still say buy but you're going to attract the three percent of people who are ready to buy now but you're also going to be talking to the 97 percent of people who are ready to buy in the next in the near future i think the larger market formula is amazing when it comes to that and i mean i feel like you are pretty good when it comes to that as well like hardly like is your content ever saying like you know buy now buy now book a call now i'm looking for you know 20 people to go ahead and get clients like it's more like you're just demonstrating that you can help by actually giving out content and helping them yeah dude and that's that's something i want to do more of you know um i think it's pretty cool there's um kind of like this concept where if we were in a room of people you're the only person who can't see yourself yeah so Everyone else thinks you're amazing. You're great at what you do. But the problem is you can't see you. Hmm. So oftentimes you'll be like, is my content good? Yeah. Literally, I had someone today message me. and was like, dude, I love your content so much. And literally, right before then, I was just like, dude, is this, is it, are these videos even good? Like, is it even working? Yeah, it's is like, it even worth it? Yeah. So um, and, I think but, also the importance of being around people who believe in you and support you. Yeah. So, yeah, and that also comes into like the coaching stuff because it's like I, I'm a firm believer that your common sense is actually your inner genius, right? Like, think about it. Like, whatever you think is like common sense, that's actually your inner genius for other people. 
like when it comes to like marketing and sales funnels, it's like that's kind of like common sense to me in some type of sense because I've been studying it for the past five years, like literally reading book after book after book and course after course. So it's kind of like common sense to me. But for other people, it's just like, wait, wait, I can do this and then I can add this email sequence to this and then do this to this to this and actually send a text message to everybody who opens this. Like, wait, I can actually do that? And I'm like, wait, of course, like you didn't know that? Like, bro, like honestly, like, your common sense is actually your inner genius. If you get that through your mind, you can start a whole coaching program just on your common sense. Like your common sense could literally be going over a breakup. Like, oh, I was able to you go over a breakup. That's common sense. Like who can? Like there's people who honestly are suffering from a breakup that don't know how to get over that. Or yeah. your common sense could be, hey, I lost 40 pounds. That's your common sense. You probably think it's common sense. Yeah, what you have to do is call, cut your calories and work out. Some people don't know that. And some people are struggling with that. So you can you create your whole coaching program around that. And then if you add your five filters, then you become unique and you add your own unique offer. Yeah. That's a 100K business easily. Easily. Yeah. Right? Easy. But you have to follow the process. And if obviously, if you don't know where you're to start, you need some guidance to be able to get that going. Right? To be able to grow... You need some type of guidance. And I think that is probably the most important step that you can honestly take. Yeah. Right. I think you I think you talk about it all the time, right? It's just like you talk about like there's five steps. Like I think it's mindset, uh, offer, marketing, and sales. And last one is getting a coach, right? I think you always say that. Yeah. And it's hundred percent true. Like it really is. Like you can have like if you have a perfect mindset, if you have a perfect offer, if you have a marketing, you have sales, and you have a coach guiding you along the way, there's no reason why you can't be successful in whatever it is that you want to go ahead and do. Yeah. Literally. Those five things are amazing. All right, man. We got two more minutes. I know you have a lot of stuff to do. I don't want to go ahead and keep you too long. Um, is there anything that you want to go ahead and tell, um, obviously, the audience? I know you have a Facebook group. We're obviously going to tag it down below and stuff like that so they can go ahead and check it out. Um, just, yeah, let them know where they can find you, learn more about you. If they have any questions, where can they find you at? Yeah, I think um, I'm most active right now, personally, on Instagram. Uh, definitely hop in the Facebook group. But, but, yeah, I mean, dude, such an honor to be here, I think. Everything we talked about, if people would apply it, it could change everything 100%. for their business. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think the five filters is a good thing really to leave this episode with and really yeah. think about. Um, it's yeah. what I've been thinking about. It's what a lot of people I've been talking to are thinking about. So, yeah. If you can live, if you can like leave this whole life, like watch it again and again and again, just apply the five filter strategy to your business apply it apply it apply it and then your competition becomes irrelevant irrelevant you have no competitors because you're the only person applying that you're the only yeah. person going after the market so let's end it right here create competitors yes <laughs> like no like your competitors become your friends because now they be like yeah. hey this like this person fits your ideal client here you go boom they give it to you so guys Thank you so much for watching this episode. Thank you so much for listening to the episode if you guys are in the podcast. If you guys are in the podcast and you guys are not in the Facebook group, go ahead and join the Facebook group. We bring guests to you guys every single Friday. And I know I haven't been the best at going live, but I'm going to start going live as well. 
And I actually just got this little cool thing. I know you guys can't see it in the podcast, but it's just like a little stand that I can actually put my phone where I'm going to be going live on Instagram as well when I do these episodes. So go ahead and jump on the podcast, jump on the Facebook group, and make sure you guys are following branding as well because he his content. I love it. I'm his client for a reason. So, guys, thank you so much for your time, and I'll talk to you guys later.